All right, all right, all right. Welcome in to a dash of DFS. This is episode number 18. This is a Toilets to Titles production. It's super wild card weekend. It's still that that rolls off the tongue very well, but it's still super strange saying super wild card weekend. I remember the days when each conference had two teams with buys, and I really appreciated that. Now where uh, everybody plays, which is it's more fun for the viewer, but uh, it's, it's going to take some getting used to. But with me today, my guys, my co-hosts, members of the Toilets to Titles family, first to my left, Dirty Jobs himself at Dirty Jobs 21, Mike D, what's cooking? What's happening, man? How are we doing today? Uh, we got my guys here. I'm loving it. Um, I'm sad fantasy football season's over, but I'm kind of happy fantasy football season's over because you know that for a lot of us here at Toilets and Titles, this is our time to shine. This is dynasty time, dynasty season. We're starting to talk rookies a lot, man. We're already moving all the crud behind us and getting going with this, but we've still got a lot of fun stuff like playoff challenges and that sitting in front of us. So it's always a good time. And you know, the great part about DFS is, is you can play it every dang week that there's football. So we still got weeks of DFS still left in us. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, I was going to say, fantasy football season's over, you know, but it's it's also kind of, we got the playoff challenge. Then you, like you, like you said, the offseason, I, I just started my deep dive into these draft prospects for next year's class. And luckily we had uh, the Gridiron Scholar on two episodes ago on Toilets to Titles, and he took us through like the top three at each position. So I knew some of the names, and then he gave us a few sleepers. So it was a lot of fun. So I got my homework cut out for me because uh, this is my favorite part of the year with Dynasty, you know, getting ready for rookie drafts and getting ready to, uh, to make some steals and propel yourself to future domination. But with me as well, I don't want to keep him waiting any longer. At Drop the Leash, JC at Two Tickets to Fantasy, Joe Rachi. Joe, what's cooking? You guys are in the future. I'm all about the now, man. Those playoff challenges, trying to figure out, you know, which guys to play this week and then not be able to play again for these next three or four weeks along with, obviously, like Mike said, you'll do DFS right through the Super Bowl. You know, the one DFS thing I haven't done is you can do second half only of a game. And, and, and there's been a couple times where I've tried to, like, do a lineup at halftime and I can't even wrap my head around what to do at that point unless it's like a 30 to 3 game and you just pick the running back of the winning team you need a mole you need to have somebody in like the locker rooms to hear you know when, when the coach is breaking the down film yeah the adjustments so we got chris's videos in here he said it's 40 degrees in florida right now chris i would say i feel bad for you but i don't it's dude i'm in a hoodie days. right now that's yeah. crazy talk it's so cold i'm over here in tampa chris and no bueno no bueno my man it's uh it's seven degrees right now in New York, so I don't. Feel We're too at about bad. fifteen. Yeah. All right. So, but Chris, hey man, we appreciate you being in here, dude. We we really do. Uh, hit me up, Chris. I have. If, if you're not in the playoff challenge yet, uh, DM me on Twitter at Toilets Titles. We actually have one uh, more spot available. The payment deadline has passed. If you want to get in, I'd like to give it to you. Um, you you've been a a great follower. You've been in the chat, and I do appreciate that. So so DM me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps, at Coach S-C-H-E-P-P-S, and I'll get you set up. All right, guys, how you can listen to the show. We're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, Facebook. We have two Facebook grapes, uh, grapes, <laughs> groups, toilets, titles, <laughs> and When a Family Breaks, two grapes. <laughs> and uh, we're also on Spotify, the, the When a Family Breaks group. We buy, sell, trade, sports, cards, and memorabilia, as you can see over my shoulder. I got tons of that stuff. I got to get rid of tons of it. I got this Bateman helmet I'm trying to get rid of. I got Garrett Wilson. I got DeAndre Swift. All good stuff. He said he doesn't have Twitter. Do I have a Discord? Yes, we do. We have a Patreon Discord, actually, Chris. Um, how about this? 
I'm going to we'll find a way. I'll, I'll think of it throughout the show. Um, I would say I would throw my number in there, but I don't want to just put it out there <laughs> into the universe <laughs> or, uh, to get get more spam contacts. I might give you my email. We will find a way. If there's a way we could private chat in here, uh, I'll get you the details. But don't worry, we will get you set up. Um, Coach, do you do breaks? Are you a card guy? No, I, I don't do breaks. Not yet. So, but yeah. I am. I, I'd rather like. I, I buy cards. I hold on to them. So, so it's part of the dynasty aspect of fantasy football, right? I like looking into prospects. So, at, before the prospects break out, like clearly, I like to collect, you know, some of the big names. But I also like to buy. Like, I bought a Patrick Mahomes card his rookie year. You know, I was high on him at coming out of Texas Tech. It was like sixty dollars. I flipped it for eleven hundred bucks two years later. Nice. Nice. So, but you also there's a lot more losses. Then hits, but as long as the hits you amount to more money than than what you're losing, so I, I that's more fun to me. I'm not into breaks yet. Uh, my cousin, he's also on the page, so we might get into that. You know, it's there's expensive. definitely it, it is expensive, man. We I would need the uh, the capital to do that, but that's where like our channel, Toilets to Titles, we're covering all aspects of fantasy football. I got this page buy, sell, and trade in sports cards and memorabilia. So I guess. The sky's the limit. We could really do what we want. So who knows what we will branch out to. It's only we're going into year three. So we'll see. Maybe that happens. But I do want to let everybody know, however you're listening, it would be greatly appreciated if you went to our YouTube channel, Toilets and Titles. Subscribe to the show. Hit the bell. So every time we go live, you're alerted. Uh, throw us some comments. Throw us some likes. All that stuff really helps us. It, it, I guess it works with the algorithm that YouTube has to push us to the top when people search things like fantasy football. And I'm telling you, we had a huge slate of in-season content. You know, I made sure we put together a big time schedule. I'm going to tell you right now, we are working on a schedule to keep you guys in the loop throughout the entire offseason because there really is no offseason when you're playing this style of fantasy football. We got tons of stuff coming up. I'm telling you, we have, we have at least six shows right now that are going to be scheduled weekly. So stay with us. Subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. Also, check out Toilets to Titles dot com. All right. We got tons of articles in there and also give you links to all the shows, YouTube, all that. So super wild card weekend, guys. We got Raiders Bengals. That's the first one. Have any of you guys seen the meme yet of uh Joe Burrow with Macaulay Coken's face and then Derek Carr with uh the guy from the sticky bandits from uh, Home Alone? Have you seen that nice. picture yet? Uh it's very funny. It's saying they're playing each other again. So it's it's Marv, Marv from the Love Sticky, the sticky Bandits. bandits. Yeah. Love the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> you know, the Wet Bandits, the Sticky Bandits, depends on which one you – notice I went with the Sticky Bandits because Home Alone 2 is the better of the movies. <laughs> right. That references the uh, the the Christmas movie draft we did on Toilets and Titles a few weeks ago. Mike knows that. But, guys, what do you think about Raiders and Bengals? Mike, I'm going to pass it to you first. I think that's going to be like the only real game today that we have uh, that we can count on to give us any kind of good fantasy value. Um, it's looking like the weather in Buffalo is going to be the winner again uh, up there. So for me, I'm getting as many people as I can on my Saturday slate out of this game as I possibly can. And I'm excited about this being a pretty, pretty decently high scoring affair between the two games. Two what do you teams. think about that, Joe? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, but the Bovada over under is 48 and a half right now. So it, it feels crazy that it's under 50. Now, I don't know what the weather is in Cincinnati today. Maybe the wind or something like that. But um, minus the weather, I got to be honest, I think I might throw down on that over. But I agree with Mike. High scoring game. Got to believe the Bengals will probably pull it out. Um, You know, 
I, I don't believe in the Bengals for next week. I know they're the trendy pick, so this is a one and done for me. Really interesting game from a uh, you know a fantasy playoff challenge perspective. Take advantage of some of these guys, you know, as it might be their only game to put up some fantasy points. All right, so I'm going to get a little crazy right now. I'm going to tell you the Patriots Bills is going to have more points than Raiders Bengals. The entire world, the, the way the Patriots world. and the Bills have played each other this season. It's been low scoring. It's been cold. And we're basically getting the same thing today. I have a like a hunch that Patriots Bills is going to be a shootout. Like it's going to be absolutely opposite of what everybody is expecting. I'm ham. I took the Bengals straight up and I parlayed it with Patriots Bills over 44. I don't even need it to be a shootout to be over 44. But I mean, I, it can be a shootout. But also, I'm talking long run. Josh Allen bursts for a 50-yard touchdown run. Damian Harris. Like I think there's just going to be a lot of points. I think it's I think it's going to top 50. I think everybody is going to be shocked by that one. But now the next day we got Eagles. Real, real quick though, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, coach, coach. Real quick, it's crazy to me that the Bengal over is only four more than that Buffalo yeah. over. Considering a the weather, b that's the top two defenses in the league, Buffalo right. New England. That's so funny to me. But I will say one more thing. I agree with you because Buffalo is just not going to sit here and let that Monday night game happen again. Right. So I believe that Buffalo is going to spread it. Even though Singletary has been better and I'm sure they're going to lean on him, they're going to spread it out. They can't right. let that game go the same way it did five, six weeks ago. And they, they both know each other too well. They know each yeah. other's defenses too well. Like they, they have to have something in the tank that they've been holding on to, and I imagine they're going to let it out today. And I, and I do think, you know, we're, we're going to see some points. But tomorrow morning, what we have tomorrow morning, not early enough. I wish it was a real early game, but it's not. Uh, we got Eagles-Bucks. What do you guys think about this one? Joe, I'll start with you. I mean, I think because of the injuries for the Bucks on both sides of the ball, it's not just their offense. They've got some defensive guys that are banged up too. And the way Philadelphia has been running the ball, Philadelphia has been a top five running team since Miles Sanders has come back. I think Philly's going to keep it maybe a little closer for a little longer than what I would think if Tampa was healthy. But in the end, like 30 to 20, 20, you know, Tom Brady's going to throw his touchdowns and the Tampa's going to win that game. Right, what do you think, Mike? Um, you know, this is like I was saying before the show, I can actually see Philly coming in there and actually upsetting the Bucs is with the condition that they're in. Um, that said, if we see uh Levante David come back, um, we're gonna be we're probably gonna be in a different situation there. They're a really tough team to run against, and Philadelphia likes to run. So it's kind of like that, you know, uh, unstoppable force meets an, immo an immovable object. So we'll see what happens there as far as that goes. Um, I feel like Tampa should win this game, but it wouldn't shock me, like I said, with the condition of the with the Bucks are currently going into this. But they're yeah. only going to get stronger as they keep getting players coming and, back. And real quick, just injury update wise, because um, I, you know, I know we try to bring Fournette's a game time decision at this point with the hamstring. That's a big yeah. key. No Fournette, and I don't even. And Ronald Jones is already out, I believe. Right. Um, yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn hasn't looked bad. No, but that's a game changer. If they go in now without Fournette too. You know, I would love to, I think I definitely like to see, I like Philly to cover that spread if they go in that game without If Fournette, Fournette doesn't play after resting as long as he did, that tells you Tampa's already in next week. Yeah. You know, because it's all, like, you don't hold anything back. They are, if, right. if Fournette doesn't play, they're not concerned one bit, and they're focused on next week. Now, if Philly loses, so me and Mike were talking a little bit before the show. You know, I, I'm nervous for the Cowboys, very much so about the 49ers and I need 
you know, I, I'm not as nervous about Tampa as I am about the 49ers. Now, there's a good chance we don't make it to play Tampa next week. But if we do, I'll, I'll feel better about it, you know, than I did against the 49ers. That being said, if the Eagles beat Tampa, that also ruins everything. Because I'm also – Green Bay, I don't think Dallas has a shot against Green Bay. Green Bay has our number. I think the only team that can beat Green Bay in the playoffs is the Rams. I think the Rams, weather, stadium, I think that defense isn't concerned about any of that. That doesn't mean I don't think the Rams are beatable. I could see the Rams losing to the Cardinals. I think the Rams are beatable. I think the Packers are the most unbeatable team in the playoffs. But I also think the Rams are the only team that can beat them. I think that defense isn't scared of anybody. And I think they could, they're the only ones that we could see going up to Lambeau, stopping Aaron Rodgers. If the Rams lose to the Cardinals, I don't think it happens. Now, if the Cowboys win and then we play Tampa, we beat Tampa and the Rams beat the Packers, we get a home game in the NFC Championship game. So I'm also hoping for that. But uh, that, that all could shift this weekend. But now, all right, I think that this game, you know, I think it could be a surprise. Eagles, Bucks. You know, the, the Eagles have beat the Patriots before. How much is Tom Brady going to be worried about that? We've seen that with the Giants. For some reason, the Giants have the Patriots number, and I know he's not the Patriots anymore, but still it's Tom Brady. Uh, let's move on. I already discussed 49ers-Cowboys a little bit. Um, we talked about That's it on the show. That's a great game, though. Real quick, just 49ers-Cowboys. Yeah. I can't get enough of, like, looking at that game. And yeah. then I was doing, like, the single-game contest for that game. And, I, you know, I love Wilson in Gallup spot as the number three for the Cowboys. I love how Dak's playing. Um, in the 49ers, I love that running game, Elijah Mitchell, Debo. I, so I, I really am excited for, I, I really, really am excited for that game. And for people our age too, it's got to bring you back. I think it brings right. us all back to like the mid nineties, yeah. which is kind of cool. It also brings me back, you know, that game with Terrell Owens, you know, slamming the football, like back when the 49ers Cowboys yeah. games meant something, you know, it brings me back when Tony Romo had that punctured lung. One of the gutsiest performance I've ever seen up in so, so there's a lot of history between the, the 49ers and the Cowboys. It's almost a shame that it's wild card weekend, but I, I think it is the premier game of this weekend. I like Cardinals Rams as well, but I think this one is gonna it could go either way. It's completely a toss-up. I, I I've been so invested in this mentally, I've been dreaming about it. Like I had a dream about it uh last night. I had a dream, not last night, two nights ago, that it was close until the fourth quarter. And in the fourth quarter, it was fourth and one. The 49ers were running the ball. We stuffed them and ripped the ball out. And we ripped the ball out, ran it back for a touchdown. And then after that, like we just – so it was close until the fourth quarter. We got a turnover, and then it started to pile on. So hopefully hopefully that, that, that stays true. But all right, let's move on to Steelers-Chiefs. I think this one's like the least interesting game of the weekend. But for some reason, something in me is telling me, you know, I could see the Steelers – I don't think the Chiefs are what everybody thought – like what, what they were. And I could see the Steelers playing great defense yeah. and keeping this close. And I think all of the Steelers' hopes hinge on Najee Harris. You know, Najee Harris is, is the only thing, like, to their defense, but we know their defense is going to play well. But if their offense doesn't show up, it don't matter if their defense plays well. All of their hopes hinge on Najee Harris. What do you think, Mike? Um, you know, I think Najee Harris is going to have himself a heck of a week this week, but I don't think it's still going to be enough. I feel like Patrick Mahomes has been putting it together for quite a few weeks now in a row enough to where I'm really confident in what he can do. Um, we're starting to see that 
cocky smirk comeback and everything like that that he's kind of known for. I think Tyreek Hill has himself a day. I think uh, Kelsey has himself a day. I think this is going to be a really tough team to slow down. I think they're going to have a lot of momentum coming in from the end of the season. I think they're just going to keep on trucking. Um, as far as that goes, I don't think the Steelers have much of a shot myself. What about you, Joe? I think the defense in Kansas City, too, like – they're having a great year defensively. I don't know, the last nine weeks or something like that, least amount of points, whatever it is, something, something. But they're having a really strong year, and that Pittsburgh offense hasn't been great. And then, I mean, and that's before you even get to the Mahomes factor, who I, I do have to say, I, I've never lost confidence in Mahomes this year. And, you know, we all have a rocky regular season to an extent. He certainly did have a bad few games. There's no doubt about it. And he made some mistakes. He's been much better. I feel like Tyreek Hill's been a little bit of an anomaly. Um, he hasn't been as dominant as he was at the beginning of the season. Kelsey's been better lately. But, uh, you know, again, kind of breaking news on the injury front. Uh, CEH is out. Hilaire's out. So we're back to Daryl Williams again, who's also banged up and questionable. Sounds like he will play. Derek Gore. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that guy, he's a load, man. He reminds me of like uh, – I don't even know Ron Dane, Brandon Jacobs, someone I watch him. Run. He's quick too for but like he you know he's he's, he's he's uh he's decisive, mm -hmm. and he's not the most fast guy on the field, but his decisiveness impacts his his play speed. You know yeah. he, he it's fun watching him play because where the hell did that guy came from? <laughs> Real quick though, do you guys think what do you think spread wise on that game the twelve and a half? It, I think I'm not touching it because it could be twenty. It could be close. Like, so I, I don't know. Part of me wants, I guess maybe I want to see a good game. So that's why I'm kind of willing this Steelers Chiefs thing to be close. But I could see, you know, the Chiefs this year, they need to, they addressed the offensive line last year. They need to get, you know, because Tyreek Hill, I'm sorry, Travis Kelsey's getting older. Like you said, Tyreek Hill's an anomaly. They need a young stud wide receiver to take some attention from the defense because that's part of it. You know, Mahomes, he just hasn't had that magic he's had. You know, he's, he's, he's not, he doesn't have those huge connections. And some of that, I think, has to do with his wide receivers, the lack of talent out there. He, Pringle and Mikkel Hardman, they're one-trick ponies, man. They can they run the screen or they run vertical routes, you know, deep posts, you know, and uh, he's not connecting on those like he used to be. He needs somebody who could climb the ladder, who could run the route tree, you know, somebody dependable who's going to be where you expect him. Like, like Travis Kelsey has been. Travis Kelsey is – he knows where this dude's going to be, but he's losing a little bit of a step. And he's losing some of that willingness, I think, to go over the middle and take that beating. Like you're starting to notice that yeah, a little like bit. Just like Gronk, man, those tight ends yeah. get beat up. Man, those different cat. You know, Ooh. both of them different cats. Like cut from different claws. How about George Kittle, man? That dude's a. Yeah, he's all got right. like three bad games in a row too. I don't know if that's. But he's blocking his ass off field. though. Like he's. Yeah. You know, yeah, like right. he's he's so. I know this is daily fantasy sports, so that's really not the angle we're looking at. But as far like he's not, he hasn't lost a step. Like whereas I think long term. You know, buying dynasty assets again. This isn't a dynasty show, but we're going to talk about it. I'd be more interested in buying Kittle than a Kelsey, just because I don't think he's lost a step. You know, and he's going to still have those monster games. But Mark Andrews, look at Dalton Schultz, who was absolutely free this year. All right, let, let's move on to this last game. I don't want to keep this episode too long, and I know we've we've been running a little long here. But Cardinals Rams, this game is is another you know two division opponents who know each other very well. Uh, Kyler Murray, still young in his career. Matthew Stafford, very old in his career. You know, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you know, you got James Conner, Buda Baker. So there's a, there's a few stars in this game, but I, I, I think the Rams are just going to pull this off. What do you think, Mike? 
Um, I think the Rams are going to – I think uh, we see Cooper Cup light it up like he did against him last time. I know that uh, Arizona was able to shut him down week the first time, like, week three, I believe, um, and uh, and they were able to not shut him down. It's like Arizona's got a whole different facade when you've got like an injured Kyler Murray coming at you and you've got no DeAndre Hopkins. They're kind of limited as to what they can do and what their talent abilities are. And so when you're not going to be able to open up the field the way you're able to with DeAndre Hopkins and you're not able to maybe get the defense, because, I mean, it, I haven't seen the same Kyler Murray that's as mobile as he can be getting outside, moving the moving the chains with his feet as often as he was at the beginning of the season when they were just dominant. They were just completely dominant. They got cold at the wrong time. Um, I feel like I, th- I feel like the Rams are going to eat through them pretty quick, honestly. Yeah, the, the Rams, it's like they're Jekyll and Hyde. So they could be one of the most dangerous teams in the playoffs, or they could just shoot themselves in the foot with turnovers Absolutely. And, and, and penalties because they, they have some boneheads, you know, who uh, maybe I think that's part of bringing Weddle in because he's a veteran. I don't know how much he's going to play, but I feel like they need a veteran presence because when things go south, they need to keep their composure and, and having a guy like that who's been there, he's been around the block a little bit, can maybe help that. Because I could see that team, like things going south and they just implode. But, Joe, what are your thoughts on this game, man? This game confuses me a little bit, but I think Arizona's deflated. I, I don't, they can't stretch the field without Hopkins. And, and I think, in, you know, against a team like the Rams, they're going to take advantage of it. Two real quick things with that game, too. You know, Cam Akers is back. Um, Michelle didn't have a great game last week. 20 for like 42. I, I really like the idea of Cam Akers coming in and leaving his footprint in on the game. And then on the other side, real quick, another news update. James Connors looking more like doubtful. Um, Edmonds is going to play. So Edmonds could be in for uh, quite the role today, uh, tonight or tomorrow. Or and another, Monday, Monday night, sorry. The Patriots starting left tackles out also. So we didn't mention that, but that's, that's going to impact their game a little bit. All right, let's move on. I want to let everybody know you can support the show by checking out our Patreon, patreon.com slash toilets titles. Tier one is only $3 a month. It gets you into our discord group chat. Tier two is $5 a month. Gets you into that chat. Gets you early access to waiver wire episodes in season and also gets you into one of our two new Frankenstein divisions for next year's Frankenstein Listener League. Tier three is $10 a month. Gets you all of that. That entry to Frankenstein is free. Also gets you one-on-one roster analysis, which is huge right now in the offseason. You need somebody to take a look at that roster and try to help you plan out a plan of attack to try to either get to the top or if you're at the top, stay at the top. So patreon.com slash toilets titles. We would really appreciate the support. And Chris, I know you're in the chat, man. Comment with your email address. Uh, that's the, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. Just comment with your email address. I'll, I'll get you. <laughs> I'll get you the invite, man. All right. All right. It's time for Gandalf to get out here for the playoffs. I know he's been waiting. I know Amazon's got that Lord of the Rings series coming, and I can't wait for it. But who who's the quarterback non fades? Who's the you shall not pass of the week, Mike? Well, Gandalf, Gandalf let me down this week, guys, because he told me the name I could not almost say out loud. My favorite, my boy, Josh Allen. I got to be sitting my Josh Allen this week. I uh, I hate the fact that it's so cold there, and last time they were able to shut him down. I have a feeling this might be like another six to three, nine to three type game. Uh, I can't I can't do that on my DFS like too much doubt. Josh Allen, I'm sorry, man. You're on my you shall not pass this week. All right, non-quarterback fades of the week. My non-quarterback fade of the week is Ezekiel Elliott. I think the Cowboys will try to get Zeke involved early, but I don't think he will be as successful as Tony Pollard. 
I think this is a Pollard game. I think the Cowboys are going to air it out. I think they're going to have success through the air. I think they're going to be able to score. And then I think also Pollard's going to be getting a lot of dump offs to keep the chains moving. He's electric. He had a week off last week. So, uh, and also he's, he's played well against the 49ers. If you watch his previous film. So my non quarterback fate of the week is Ezekiel Elliott. Now guys were paying up for this week. I'm going to go to another running back. I'm going from Zeke as a fade to Najee Harris as a buy at Kansas city, 6,600 on DraftKings. I said this all earlier. I think the Steelers will try to keep this one low scoring. And in order to keep Mahomes off the field, we'll see a heavy dose of Najee. I think Najee gets north of 25 touches. Just, you know, what is he going to do with those touches? Let's see if he was worth that high draft capital. It's going to be cold up there. I think playoffs run the ball, and, and I think this is going to work for him. So I'm paying up for Najee Harris. Mike, who are you paying up for, man? Uh, my man, again, Cooper Cup. I have him down here. He's Of course, he's hosting Arizona, and his price is 10000 But I put three more zeros on there because he should be worth $10 million. $10 million. Dollars exactly. This guy has just been tearing it up. He he's he's getting ten to twelve targets in a game. I can see in this one where you got you know you got a decent front four in Arizona. I can see them having to lean on the pass, and that's what people have been doing against Arizona has been leaning on the pass. Who better than Cooper Cup, who almost put up a hundred yards and a touchdown the last time he saw these plans? So he's gonna tear them up. Give me Cooper Cup. That's Emmett's favorite player. I'm Emmett's Emmett's all here for that man. All right, Joe. Who is your uh, your guy you're buying this week? I'll uh, I'll keep thirteen hundred bucks in my pocket and go Debo Samuel, eighty seven hundred on FanDuel, and it, it's kind of like this for me with Debo. It's like, all right, cute chick, talking to her, go hang out with her. All right, she's pretty cool. She's cute too. Then all of a sudden she like whips out a guitar and now she can fucking play guitar too. <laughs> and Debo Samuel was the cute chick who was cool as the wide receiver. And then he started getting eight to 10 rushes a game and scoring with rushes in the red zone. And now he's the hot girl playing the guitar and you can sign me up for her every single time. Now we know Joe's Joe's fantasy. Uh, <laughs> you play guitar, you got a shot. <laughs> you got a shot. All right, Joe, who's your diamond in the rough this week? diamond in the rough i just mentioned him a minute ago too uh, cam Akers, uh you know rams 5400 people forget short-term memory in fantasy this guy was like no one of the you know he, he was one of the golden gooses young running backs coming out of last season him and dobbins out there in baltimore a few of them then obviously he blew out the leg but um he's back he played last week got some touches cut three catches some some carries. I know they eased them back in. Sony didn't look great last week, only like two and two and a quarter yards per carry. So for 5,400 this week, if you get 10 to 12 touches from Cam Akers, I feel like he's going to break a couple. And I think, I think he's a return for the 5,400. All right, let's get through these lineups so we can wrap this thing up. Let's all, uh, if you have, a, I know you guys both have Saturday only lineups. I don't. So Mike, why don't you read off your Saturday only lineup first? Okay, and like I was saying before, you know, I'm going to be going heavy against that Cincinnati-Vegas game because I don't really like the uh, offensive output on the Pats-Buffalo game. So for me, it's Joe Burrow at 7,800. We got Mixon at 8,500. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is a guy I like at Buffalo. He was only 5,200. Um, T. Higgins for 6,900 because we're going to be teeing off on the Raiders. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to be getting in on that action. Of course, Carr is going to be throwing his share of touchdowns as well. I'm not worried about them uh, not getting their offense going as well. Uh, Hunter Renfro at 7,300 was a good deal there. 
And then Darren Waller, uh, 6,300 was a steal for me. And then at my flex, I had to pick somebody from that uh, Buffalo game again uh, because I already had too many people from the from the Raiders-Cincinnati game. Uh, so I'm Hunter Henry, who I feel like could get us a touchdown. And then I picked the Pats at Buffalo, even though I really, really, really want Buffalo to win. It's almost like a power move against the universe, right? Like, there you go. I'll play the Pats. That's how the Buffalo Bills will win this game today. I like it. I like it. Joe, what's your uh, what's your lineup to, uh, for Saturday, man? So, you want, you know, I, I mean, the gist of Saturday is exactly what Mike said. You're going for pretty much eight guys from that Bengals-Vegas game and then as little as possible from the Buffalo game. Can I throw a Sunday-only one out there instead? Yeah, yeah, man. That so cool? let's yeah. Just, I got I got a Sunday only as well. But yeah, go ahead. Throw, just throw to differentiate a little bit because yeah. yeah. it's almost the exact same as what Mike said. Um, so, <laughs> so for Sunday, um, I got Dak going eight thousand against San Fran, and I'm FanDuel. I know you're going to give a DraftKings one. I think right. Um, yes, sir. Daryl Williams and Miles Sanders. I'm going with the cheap running backs, but I I've loved Daryl Williams all year when Hilar hasn't played. Sanders has been really hot for the Eagles. It's the only chance they really have in that game. Debo 8700 against the Cowboys. Obviously for um all of my uh, weird fetish reasons that we just talked about. Deontay Johnson 7200 at KC. Pittsburgh, as much as they need Harris, they're also going to have to throw to score. Johnson should probably get double-digit targets today. Brashard Perryman, um, Tampa Bay, 5,200. You know, after Mike Evans and Gronk, it, it's kind of a toss-up there. Johnson, Miller, Perryman. Perryman got some looks last week. I'm going to head his way. I'm going Kelsey, 7,500 against Pitt. I still feel like, despite their dysfunction, you got to play Kelsey or Hill, so I'm going Kelsey's a little safer this year. Um, your boy Dalton Schultz, sixty two hundred. He's like a touchdown machine, man. As I was looking, the red zone targets galore for Schultz home against San Fran. And I am gonna, I'm gonna play the Cowboy defense. I don't love the Cowboy defense, but at the same time, man, you guys are balanced. Um, you know, it might be you guys that can beat the Packers because you guys are pretty balanced when you're when you guys are uh clicking on all cylinders with parsons back there and stuff in the uh in, in your defense so that's my sunday only again the saturday one it's just like what mike said you're you're taking vegas you're taking the Bengal guys you know you don't want other than the running backs it's really hard and maybe the defense is i it's it's hard to say hey i love digs tonight for eight thousand. you know I like, I like I like your vote of confidence. All right, I'm going to go with my Sunday-only slate. I got Jalen Hurts at Tampa Bay for 6,100. Elijah Mitchell at Dallas for 5,700. Pollard versus San Francisco for 5,300. I got Debo as well at Dallas, 7,900. Devontae Smith at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay can't stop the pass. 5,400. Cedric Wilson, he's been hot, hot. He's versus San Francisco for 4,300. Dallas Goddard. At Tampa Bay for 4,400. Tyreek Hill was my big splurge here. Boomer bust play. Uh, hopefully it pays out for me. He's versus Pittsburgh for 7,300. And then I saved some money. I got the Chiefs defense versus Pittsburgh for 3,300. So, Mike, why don't you move on to your full slate, my guy? Let everybody know your Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What, what's the big lineup? What's the winning lineup? So my full slate, I have uh, Matt Stafford versus Arizona at 7,600. I feel like he's going to have himself a game because I – have expectations of that out of all of his uh, weapons there. Um, I love the Cam Akers talk because I've got him also rolling out there at 5,400. He was a steal. Uh, Darrell Williams as well uh, versus Pittsburgh. I didn't even actually uh, – I did this even thinking with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was going to be in. Um, 
So the fact that uh, that CEH is going to be out for sure makes me very much more excited about that. Uh, Chase Claypool at Kansas City, um, he's going to have to throw it to somebody. And again, we had we had to start moving some money around because for my next guy, Cooper Cup, I I paid ten million. When all I had to do is pay ten thousand, I went ahead and said, "No, Fanduel, no, pump it up, pump it up, man. Give wow. this guy what he's worth." Yeah. Uh, Brashad Perriman, man. Brashad Perriman is that guy that comes in out of nowhere and just gets two touchdowns, three touchdowns, and then goes back and fades away into the caves of Bangladesh for the rest of the offseason. Mordor. I thought, I thought we were going to keep it. I thought we were yeah, going to keep Mordor. it. Yeah, Mordor. There you go. Uh, or uh, what is it? Lord of the Rings theme. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. Mordor. And, like, dude, he's just gone. So I, I have a I have him on my uh, full slate because I think he's going to get that action. Uh, Darren Waller at Cincinnati 63 again, man. I'm loving myself some Waller this week because he's going to be high volume. Uh, Joe Mixon versus Vegas. I love the fact that I was able to squeeze Mixon in on this lineup at 85. That's an OCD flare up. Mixon should have been the first running back announced. Yes, yes. High, <laughs> high cash there. But I messed up too with Tyree Kill early. I put him as my flex when he was worth more than the rest of my guy. Joe's starting to understand how my brain works. Mike yeah, Mike I mean, I like, I like to flex my expensive guys. That's because I like to fit them in at the very last part. And that's flexing. You know, that's what the young kids would call flexing. That's what the young kids that's flexing. And then Bengals versus the, the Raiders for my defense. Awesome. Awesome. Joe, what's your, what's your full slate lineup, man? Yeah, man, let's do it. I'm going Dax. Um, 8,000 home against San Fran. You know, you you punted on Zeke Elliott this week, which makes me feel even better about playing Dax or getting the touchdowns. Um, if he plays and starts and is getting his full load, I love Fournette. I, I think they're going to be able to pound the Eagles in the second half. Um, so I'm going Fournette, and I'm going Devin Singletary, 6,900 against New England. If Fournette doesn't play, Mitchell. I'm probably – probably looking at um either Harris for the Patriots or I do like Elijah Mitchell too but wide receivers Debo Samuel 8700 we all know why Mike Evans 8200 home against Philly Evans is going to get a ton of targets and a ton of red zone targets with no Godwin and then um you know the, the cheap play of the week Ray Ray McLeod 4900 for the Steelers he's kind of become uh Ben's little like Binky, lots of short passes. He returns the kicks and the punts too. He's been getting more targets and more snaps though. Um, going Tyler Higby, 5,900 against Arizona. Higby's been hot recently. Uh, I'm going Cam Akers, 5,400 in my flex. And I'm watching somebody F with our Google Doc right now. Um, and then I'm going with the uh, Bills defense, 4,500 home against New England. Going to take advantage of the of the weather there. And I, and I don't know what Mikey's trying to get done here. Def Jam. Def <laughs> an ode to, uh, an ode to naughty by nature. Maybe. <laughs> there you go, man. Boom. All right. My, my full slate. This is the last thing to wrap up the show. I got a uh, Derek Carr at Cincinnati, 5,500 Joe Mixon versus Las Vegas, 6,800 Elijah Mitchell at Dallas, 5,500. Got Amari Cooper versus San Francisco. I think he's due 5,900 Devonte Smith. At Tampa Bay, 5,500. Odell Beckham versus Arizona, his first time back in a big slot. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big game, man. 5,100. Darren Waller at Cincinnati, their, their defense against the tight end is pretty poor. Uh, and he's also due for a breakout game like Amari Cooper is. So I'm going for high upside there, 5,700. Najee Harris at Kansas City, 6,600. The LA Rams versus the Cardinals. I love that Rams defense, 2,700. I wouldn't be surprised if they stifle, stifle rather, not stifle. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. He said, send my email. I haven't gotten anything yet. Uh, Chris, I do not see your email anywhere 
in the comments. So you got a few more seconds uh, while we wrap this thing up. To throw it in the comments, I will copy it. Once I get it, I will send you the email. So everybody, that does it for a dash of DFS. Hopefully this super wild card weekend is one to remember, man. Hopefully we all win some money. Hopefully we're all playing in some playoff leagues. If you're playing in the titles playoff league, good luck. Eat some good food. Enjoy some time with your family. I know that today I'll be doing that because tomorrow I will be a nervous wreck. I'll be alone. I don't want anybody around so I could sit there. I could watch my game. I'm wearing my Cowboy Super Bowl 30 gear. I wore it this week on Toilets and Titles. I wore it today. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Hopefully it brings some good vibes and some good energy because we beat the Niners in the playoffs that year. All right, I'm trying to bring it back. I got my hat. With the Super Bowl 30 logo, I think it's on this side. Man, Mike, I'm ready to rock and roll. Team, Mike? He's the number one fan, man. Show the number one fan of the Broncos, bud. Oh, number yeah, one. the Broncos. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, my, it, it got put away because of Christmas stuff. But, yeah, the Broncos, dude. Yeah, it's a rough. Listen, it's hard I, I live an hour me. and ten minutes from Fenway, so I just continually get nauseous by looking at his background as a Yankee fan. Oh, you Yes, the Red Sox, they'll be a dominant force again this year, too. We'll look out. Chris, hey, man, it still didn't come through. I don't know if uh, StreamYard's blocking emails. So why don't you send your toilets to titles at gmail.com. Email us your email address, toilets to titles at gmail.com. Send us your email info that way. I'll get you in, man. Trust it. All right. It says it's showing in the chat. We don't see it. You guys don't see it either, correct? Cool. No, I know. I'm not seeing it either. All right. So so just email at toilets to titles at gmail.com. Any of you guys have any thoughts before we move on and uh, um, head off into the playoff? Wilderness. It's really, really sad that we're going to be getting off this show right here, and uh, and it's not going to be football time. Like it's still like yeah, eight hours till football time. Right. I just you, wanted to mention that it makes yeah, me usually sad. we kick right off. But hey, but man. I'll go on the positivity of that is we effing got a Monday night playoff football Touché. game this year, Touché. which Touché. is absolutely phenomenal. But how about that this, might though? even be better? You why don't we have Why don't we have a Friday night Super yes. Wildcard Weekend game too? Yeah. NFL. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Give me that. Yes. Consolation games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> listen, if we come out with all these demands, they're going to throw us, you know, uh, under the rug there. They ain't going to listen. One demand. <laughs> Give me a Friday night. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. What would be better than a super wild card weekend with four nights of games? There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Right? We're good. All right, everybody. We will catch you all next week. Good luck. Stay tuned. Toilets of Titles, YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, comment. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Later, guys.